Hello everyone, it's your host Melina Sadler and I'm back with another solo episode of the Healing Pack podcast. I really wanted to use this episode to talk a little bit about trauma. Being that I am a therapist that specializes in trauma, I thought it would be important for me to explain what trauma is. I think many times we don't fully understand trauma and we only see trauma as things that are major, big, life-changing events. But the truth is, trauma can come in all shapes and sizes and it can show up in our lives in many different ways. So let's get into it. You are listening to the Healing Pact Podcast, a place where women of color come to share their stories and their revelations. I'm talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Here, we highlight resilience, as well as validate and normalize real emotions and experiences. We push each other to be our best selves, a beacon of hope and an advocate for change. I am your host, Melina Sadler, licensed clinician, mom of one, and a survivor of childhood sexual assault. It is my mission to get women comfortable talking about their trauma, as I believe sharing our stories can encourage others to speak up and be real about our mental health. As women of color, we need to recognize how our identity plays a role in our past suffering. However, it also equips us with everything that we need to push through the hard stuff. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to keep up with all the new releases of new episodes. Thank you so much for listening. Be well and be encouraged. Hello, hello, hello again. So as I said in my intro, today we are going to be thinking and talking about trauma. So I think it's first and foremost important to explain what trauma is. And essentially trauma is an emotional response to a terrible event. As I said in the intro, it can be big or small. So we have what would be considered big, maybe like a rape or natural disaster, um, something that can cause long-term effects, unpredictable emotions. And there might be smaller versions of trauma, and those may include something as far as hearing a certain sound in your childhood that really scared you. So now as an adult, every time you hear that sound, you tend to go into a state of panic. I think it's important to talk a little bit about what we call big T and little t trauma. And I know a lot of people like to classify trauma as one or the other. However, I've learned that trauma is exactly what it is, it's trauma. You know, it's an emotional response to something that happened to you in your life. And I'm not really too much of a big fan of labeling it as big or little because I feel like either way, the outcome and the consequences of that experience tends to be significant. You know, I once knew someone who told me that they had an experience in their childhood where an older relative thought it was funny to do something such as popping balloons or making noises with certain objects in the house um, while they were in a place where they couldn't see. 
And they would run and they would hide. And no matter how much they would tell this person that they hate that sound, they don't like it, this relative would just continue and continue. And this came up because the same sound had happened to her in adulthood um, at a function and she reacted, you know, and her initial reaction was to jump you know, of course, when she heard the sound, which most people do when they hear a sound of something like a balloon popping. But for me, it might have been like, oh my God, you know, that caught me off guard. But for her, it probably brought her back to her childhood and just had her thinking about what she dealt with, you know. So granted to the average person that may seem small, the fact that it still impacts her years later confirms that it is trauma, and that it has long-lasting effects. And yes, there are different types of trauma that we consider to be more significant, as I stated earlier, like a rape or a natural disaster, such as like a hurricane, uh, earthquake, things like that, that can immediately change the trajectory of your life, right? You know, if your house was to collapse today, you know, the long-lasting effect of that can be really traumatic because... You most likely lost some things in that natural disaster. When you go through things like sexual assault and rape, although the average person may eventually learn to live with that reality or learn to cope in one way or another, it doesn't take away the feelings of things like fear you know, that pop up. It doesn't take away the unpredictable emotions. It doesn't take away the flashbacks. It doesn't take away physical symptoms, nausea, headaches, uh, you know, just anything, you know, strange relationships. Um, sometimes things like trauma can cause you to have trust issues. And even if someone in your life hasn't given you a reason to not trust them, the minute you might recognize something in them that can trigger a memory, you'll automatically react to them as if they did something. And I know that that can be hard. And I think it's important because sometimes when we think of things like dating, we don't always think about what we bring into the relationship. We don't always know how to teach our partners how to deal with us because sometimes we can't even recognize in ourselves that we have these reactions. When we're not able to recognize those things, we can't teach people how to treat us, you know, so definitely the first step of dealing with trauma is to recognize that you have been traumatized. You have to first recognize you've been traumatized and then you have to make a decision on how you're going to deal with that trauma and move on from it, you know, so I just wanted to take the time to bring that up and just talk a little bit about how we can deal with that. So in the next segment, we're going to talk a little bit about ways that we can deal with trauma. So when thinking about ways that you can deal with trauma, there are a couple things that you can do that I think is, I'm not going to say easy, but is definitely something that you can start doing on your own. I know a lot of times people have different things happen to them in life and they automatically run to seek professional help or they feel like they have to invest in in therapy, they have to figure out the insurance thing. And yes, definitely seek professional help if you're struggling with trauma, if you're struggling with just managing your emotions on a day-to-day -day basis. You definitely don't need to have a mental health diagnosis or anything like that to seek professional help. However, you can start the process on your own 
first. And I do think that having some level of self-awareness is really helpful when you do go seek a professional because you can kind of talk a little bit about what you feel like you're going through and get that guidance rather than going through it blindly. However, there's nothing wrong with going through, uh, you know, to see a, a, a specialist or a professional and, um, not really knowing what you're feeling. You know, that's really what the therapist's job is, you know, to help you kind of figure out what you're feeling, why you're feeling it, and what you're going to do about it, right? So the first thing I suggest people do when dealing with any type of trauma is you have to face your feelings. And I know that that is very difficult, for a lot of people, because I think the average person, when they go through a traumatic event, is they want to isolate. They start to have a bunch of different thoughts and they start to just kind of go through their head. They start to replay things in their head. And, you know, sometimes you worry about how people are going to view you, how they may judge you, if they're going to believe you, just depending on what happened. But avoidance is not the key. You really need to lean on your loved ones if you have someone positive in your life, whether it's a friend or a family member, a colleague. Definitely talk through your feelings when you feel ready, though. You know, I don't want you to think that something can happen to you on a Monday and 10 minutes later you can just jump on the phone call and say exactly what happened to you and why you feel the way you do. If you can do that, excellent. If you can't, please do not feel like something is wrong with you. When you are ready... Definitely have that conversation, talk it through. Sometimes saying things out loud can be really helpful. So definitely lean on your loved ones, face your feelings head on. But I also want you to notice that you need to be patient with yourself. It is normal for you to have strong reactions. It's normal for you to have days that feel good. It's normal for you to have days where you feel like crap. You really have to take things one day at a time. And as the days pass by, as time passes by, your symptoms should improve, right? You know, certain things should go away. They may not feel as intense. However, trauma is something that can have long-lasting effects. So it could be 20, 30, 40 years later, and you may still have some intense feelings. And those are definitely the moments where I say you definitely need professional help to kind of help you navigate that because... It's very stressful. It's hard to live a normal life when you're having severe symptoms. It's one thing to be nervous about something, have anxiety about something. It's another thing to be hypervigilant. It's another thing to not go outside. They have what's called agoraphobia, which is a disorder where people are scared to go outside because they're worried about something happening. If you are at that point where you're basically living in a bubble because you are worried about what could potentially happen to you, you definitely need to seek professional help because that is no life to live. You cannot live in a bubble. You cannot stay in a box worried about what's going to happen to you. And I know right now with COVID, that is easier said than done because in some ways we all, to some degree, in one way or another, might be isolating in that way naturally because of the risks and naturally because of the fear. But we cannot literally live in a bubble. We are social beings. And doing that will literally just basically put you down a rabbit hole and cause you to experience clinical depression, which is what we don't want. So when thinking about dealing with trauma, coping with trauma, I'm going to repeat again, definitely be patient with yourself. Give yourself some grace. I definitely think that that's one of the most important steps. Give yourself some grace. Understand that you just went through something traumatic. Luckily, you are still here. 
and you're going to work through it. That commitment to change is a big part of coping. Acknowledging what happened and being committed to working on it is a big step. Prioritizing yourself is part of being patient with yourself. Definitely make sure you're taking care of yourself, that you're doing activities that you enjoy doing if you can. If you can't, please do not feel defeated. Like I said, I know it's easier said than done, but recognizing that something happened to you is important. Recognizing that you may not want to do the day-to-day activities that you've been doing prior to this incident or prior to whatever happened is normal. So giving yourself time, being patient, but if you can, prioritize your self-care, do things that make you feel good, whether it's listening to your favorite song, meditating, relaxing, spending some time outside, spending time with people that you love, eating your favorite foods, getting some physical activity in, and making sure to rest. Rest is so important, just like pausing is so important. We don't talk about that enough, and I'm definitely going to talk about that more in another episode. The importance of pausing and just taking a moment to soak in where you are and what you're doing is so crucial. Facing your feelings, very crucial. I know it's hard, but facing what's going on and not avoiding it will help you reduce any stress that you might be feeling related to the incident. And once again, leaning on your loved ones and doing what you need to do to make sure that you have a support system and a circle that can help you will help you cope with trauma.